Good afternoon, everybody. It is Monday, June 21st, 2021. And today I'm going to begin a series about how people, how the cisgender population can be allies to the trans population. Okay. Also, to give them the heads up and also so that they're a little bit more knowledgeable about everything that trans people go through. I'm going to be talking about uh, <clears throat> hormone replacement therapy. I'm going to be talking about uh, surgeries, social transitioning, you know, like uh, if your loved one is already dressing in their desired gender role, then you know what that means where they're at and well, generally where they're at and what have you so anyhow when we talk about hormones I am talking about unique identifiers of hormones between the two sexes I am talking about testosterone I'm talking about estrogen I'm talking about progestin you know, and how all of that relates to each other. Like, for example, people like me, I'm a male to female transgender, which means that I currently am on a testosterone blocker I'm also on uh, estrogen and progesterone, and so far, as far as all of that, I, I love it. I love the fact that I'm actually making progress towards where I want to be, about where I want to, what I want to do eventually. Now, for people who are female to male, okay, they don't they don't have any kind of estrogen or progesterone blocker because testosterone just naturally cancels out those things. Currently, at least as far as me, I cannot talk for every trans woman out there or non-binary, uh, trans-feminine individual. I can't speak for any of them, but I can only speak for myself. I'm currently on 4 milligrams of estrogen and 150 milligrams of spironolactone, which acts as a testosterone blocker, at least in that level of dosage. Now, that is a pretty standard dosage from what I'm to understand. It's not the highest dosage, but it is the most common. Uh, just recently I started progesterone or progestin, 
which also helps in developing breast tissue. Uh, it aids in fat redistribution and a couple other not so not so obvious aspects. Uh, a lot of trans women uh, after a while of being on estrogen lose their sex drive. Okay, they lose their libido altogether. Anyhow, uh, the progestin kind of gives that back in a way. Uh, I mean, to an extent, I'm starting to get a sex drive back now since being on progestin. And in addition to that, progestin has also given me energy the likes that I've never had before. Now, some of the groups I belong to on Facebook, they talk about how great progestin is because it makes them high or what have you in addition to all of that, but I haven't experienced any of that. I've just in experienced an increase in the amount of the amount of energy that I have. And proof of that is over the weekend I scrubbed my house top to bottom. I mean toilet so clean that you could eat out of it. You know uh, carpets look like they did before they were even installed. Hardwood flooring as shiny as the day that it was put in. You know. Yeah, I did all of that. One day I was all over the place. Couldn't ask for anything better. But I mean not everyone gets that. Not everyone on progesterone will get that sudden burst of energy. And that's fine. Anyhow, that concludes uh, part one of the next of this entire series. The next episode, I'll probably the next podcast, I'll probably be talking about my own journey and at least in a little bit further depth. So, until then, take care of yourselves.